crazy criminals were busy this week in Florida. Here's what's on The Docket with Karen Curtis. This week on The Docket, Mia's law is one step closer to becoming reality as the full Senate takes up a final vote. The foundation spokeswoman Jody Lewis says the law improves tenant safety by requiring landlords to do extensive background checks on employees and ensuring residents are given 24 hours notice before a master key is used to enter a unit. This is a no-brainer. I think anyone that's living in an apartment would want these things. We fundamentally believe that if these things were done, that Mia would still be alive today. 19-year-old Mia Marcano, who grew up in Pembroke Pines, was found dead in the woods near her Orlando apartment last September. Sheriff's deputies believe she was killed by a maintenance worker who used a master key to get into her unit. He committed suicide days later. Go to 850WFTL.com and listen to my full rigor podcast about Mia Marcano's murder. Another case of an older driver hitting the gas rather than the brakes ends in tragedy. This time it was in front of a South Beach outdoor cafe. Miami Beach police say the elderly woman was trying to parallel park her Bentley when she slammed on the gas rather than the brake, hitting outdoor diners at Call Me Gabby Diner on Washington Avenue. And they're using feral technology, which is 3D forensic imaging, to truly recreate the scene and assess exactly what transpired in the moments leading up to this crash. A child was among the seven people rushed to the hospital, one person dead. He was reportedly a chiropractor to the New York Knicks basketball team, 67-year-old Dr. Gary Prince. Police say the woman who caused the crash stayed on the scene and is cooperating with the investigation. I never thought anybody could do that. I never thought anybody would have that in them. A 45-year-old Clearwater woman is now under arrest for allegedly throwing her boyfriend's clothes and dog off a seven-story balcony. Shelly Nicole Vaughn was taken into custody on Monday for aggravated animal cruelty, criminal mischief, and domestic battery. Officials say that Vaughn and her boyfriend, Eric Addison, were arguing and she eventually tossed a cell phone, keys, and other items off the balcony before striking Addison. He then says he asked her to leave, but before she departed, he says she then picked up his small 13-pound pug named Bucky and chucked him off the balcony to the concrete parking lot below. She picked up Bucky and she just smiled and just threw him off the balcony. I went downstairs and I hugged him, <laughs> but I mean, it was some floors, so <laughs> I kept thinking maybe he'd get up. <laughs> the dog did not make it. Addison claims Vaughn was drunk and high in prescription drugs and marijuana when she attacked him. She now faces a maximum of up to two years in prison for criminal mischief and domestic battery and a maximum fine of $5,000 for animal cruelty. There is no justice. Nothing's going to bring Bucky back. A 27-year-old man was shot in the neck by police after he broke a beer bottle on his forehead while holding a gun. Matthew Correa was shot on Saturday as authorities were trying to bring him into custody after a crime spree. Deputies spotted Correa driving a stolen red pickup truck on US-17 and deployed stop sticks. Here's Polk County Sheriff Grady Judd. On two separate occasions, we tried to stop stake the vehicle. He drove around the stop sticks. On one occasion, he drove directly at one of our deputies in an attempt to run over him, to hit him, to kill him. Deputies were eventually able to surround and stop the vehicle. He stands up through the sunroof and he's still screaming at the deputies. We're trying to de-escalate the event. He's got this rifle that he used 
in the robbery of Ramirez Tire Store on it under his chin. Our sergeant in one canine is now directly behind him. He drops back down into the truck and he pops back up with a firearm and he's got a beer bottle that he smashes into his forehead. The sergeant can't see this, but he hears the pop, thinks that the suspects shot at the deputies and he shoots our suspect one time. Even though officers say Korea was screaming, kill me, he suffered a non-life-threatening injury to his neck and no deputies were injured. He faces multiple charges, including armed robbery, and there's just one loose end, a missing blonde accomplice who bailed before the chase. No one was injured despite his reckless rampage, but we do want to find the blonde-headed woman that was with him. We need your help. And finally, Lake Worth Beach resident Alexander Jarich pled guilty in Palm Beach County this week to defacing an LGBTQ rainbow mural painted on a Delray Beach intersection last year. The 20-year-old pleaded guilty to felony criminal mischief and reckless driving. There's video of the incident which shows his white pickup truck flying a Trump flag doing a burnout on the specially commissioned mural. The video later led to Jarich's arrest. He now faces up to five years in prison for making the burnout on the Rainbow Crosswalk when sentenced in May. That wraps up the docket. Case closed.